What's up, guys, and welcome to the Not Just Sunday podcast. Today's episode is going to be a crazy one. I have Clark Johnson, Jacob Schofield, and Brody Walls in the studio. So let's get right into it. So like I said, I have three guys in the studio with me, three Collide students, three guys who have been begging to be on the podcast, three guys who are known for being literally crazy. Um, so today's episode is going to get a little wild. Clark, why don't you start us off with just introducing who you are, um, your grade, whatever else you want to share. All right. My name's uh, Clark Johnson. Uh, I'm a 10th grader going into 11th grade at uh, Central Fellowship Christian Academy, and I like to play golf and basketball. Cool. Jacob? Uh, my name is Jacob Schofield. Uh, I go to Houston County High School, going into the 12th grade, and I also play golf. Cool. Brody? Hi, I'm Brody Walls. I'm in the, uh, going into the 12th grade. I go to Central Fellowship, but I like playing basketball. Cool. So we got two basketball guys, two golf guys. Clark, you're both. Yeah. There you go. Um, Crazy. So <laughs> I want to ask you guys first, because I know you guys have a lot of memories, because you guys <laughs> cause a lot of problems um and collide from what i hear um what are some of your favorite memories maybe stories that maybe you even w- wouldn't want to even share with robbie um just whoever wants to start uh, i guess i'll go uh should we should we just go straight into that just jump straight into yeah. it all right go ahead I, yeah i definitely you know i i've been here all all years except for senior because it hasn't started but i've been here for a while and so there's a lot of memories but i think this year at snowbird would definitely be one of my favorites, uh, just the guys in our room. It's always having fun. Uh, and one particular night, we were staying up really late, and we had a Bluetooth speaker that I had brought, and we were getting Christian, who can do a really good deep voice. He would like record himself saying something stupid or something funny, and then he would we would play it back on the speaker so you could hear it. And then Austin had come down, or Austin or Robbie had come down and told us to be quiet, and so we didn't listen. We did the exact opposite and started playing this song. And then Kellen started cooking, kicking the roof, and all just kind of went downhill from there. And I guess I, I think that's Brody's memory too. So we'll we'll get more into depth of that in yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, uh, I think I actually have a clip that you guys sent me. <laughs> oh wow! Um, oh, no. Set it up, set it up for me though. So Robbie, Robbie or, or Austin okay, came down yeah, and told so y'all to be quiet. Then y'all decided to, to take it up a notch. Yeah. 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 So well, it long. was it, I. It wasn't. I didn't know that Kellen was. So he's on the top bunk, and I didn't know that he was kicking the wall. <laughs> but the way that the speaker was was you couldn't hear anything outside of the room so you couldn't really hear anyone telling us to be quiet after the fact because it's just blaring yeah but yeah so Braden's banging on the wall gavin's recording i'm just sitting down just dying laughing i'm about to die of an asthma attack pretty much because i'm <laughs> laughing so hard <laughs> and then but yeah i think brady were you on the top bunk yeah and the door was locked too. yeah <laughs> the door was locked so just every we were doing everything wrong and so i was just kind of waiting to see what was going to yeah, happen? Yeah, me and Donovan. Donovan was on the other side of the room, and I was banging on the banging. door. You could hear it. Every wall was just getting destroyed. I by have a, I have a clip that you guys actually sent me of Sam. Um, shout out Sam. Banging on the door, telling you guys to be quiet. Uh, I'm going to try and play that real quick and see what happens. Hello? Open the door now. <laughs> That's just a short little <laughs> clip, but yeah. that, I mean, I can only imagine what you put. Austin, Sam, and uh, 
Robbie through on a daily basis. Any other stories? I know you guys have other stories you have to be able to share. Um, I'll share mine. Um, so it's the same trip to Snowbird, and I don't know why I had a bright idea to bring, um, like, the Nature Valley bars, the ones that, like, as soon as you open, the crumbs get absolutely oh. everywhere. So um, <laughs> me and uh, Donovan, we were um, we were eating them, and we were like, this is boring. So we 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 crushed one up completely, oh, and then we went into Brody and Clark's room, and we just sprayed the the wrapper <laughs> everywhere. Oh my just god! Everywhere. Including <laughs> onto my towel, which I had not used yet. Yeah, that was bad. Can y'all explain your friend group to me real quick, and to the people that don't really understand? Because I couldn't quite explain it to other people, but yeah. I feel like maybe you guys. I, could. I, it, it can be a little confusing because, like, yeah. I guess there's two main friend groups, I mm. guess, in a way. And they kind of, like, interweave, yeah. especially during camp. So it's, like, our main one is, like, me, Brody, Braden Emery, and then Kellen Andrews, uh, just, like, throughout the church. We have more kids at school. But, and then I guess Jacob, it's, like, you, Josh Cardi, uh, Josh Gates, Jonah, Connor Bruton's in there a little bit. Like, it, and it's yeah. just it's just a bunch of guys. And Josh Cardi and Jacob, some of the funniest kids I've ever met in my life. And Jacob... Mm-hmm has no sense of right or wrong in most of the <laughs> cases. <laughs> and we'll just, yeah. But they kind of, I don't know really when that started, but I think it was a couple years ago at Snowbird, actually, because Jacob didn't have a room and had to room with me and Christian. But, yeah, we just, we we all find, we, we find the same things funny. And most of the time, those things that are funny are messing with Robbie or Austin, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things we do that are funny, like people don't understand, like other people that aren't in the group. They just think it's, like, stupid. Well, we obviously think it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> not only do they not understand, though, I would I would argue that they think it's the most annoying oh, thing yeah. in the world. 100%. 100%. Yeah, they, they don't like it. I mean, I'm just looking sure. I'm looking at you guys at Kids Camp this week, and <laughs> yeah. y'all are having the time of your lives, and Everyone. every other leader is like, what's wrong with these kids? That's typically how it is at school, too. Like, we'll just be messing around, and every, like we're laughing at ourselves, and we look around, and everyone's like looking like depressed. <laughs> <laughs> just not mad. Fun. Well, speaking of Kids Camp, you guys are three leaders now at Kids Camp, which is kind of crazy because mm-hmm. I remember when at least Brody and Clark were students. Jacob, were you ever a student at Kids Camp? No, I was not. Okay. Well, anyway, the three of y'all are leaders. Tell us kind of what's going on at Kids Camp, what this week's about, um, maybe some experiences that you guys have gone through already in the two days that we've been here. Um, you want to start? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, I would say it's definitely like it's super tiring, but like being tired, like, it's gotten really fun, and the kids, mainly my group, it's not been, like, the best, like, athletic-wise, but, um, you know, they're, like, they're calm and stuff, yeah. so, I mean, we did pretty good on our chant and stuff, and the flag was okay, I guess, but. It wasn't as good as Team Turtles, though, was it? All right, y'all cheated. All right, really? Cheated? That's Auburn. No, yeah. That's Auburn. Y'all flag. just brought it home. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I believe that Drew said yesterday that any leader could bring their flag home and work on it. It's yeah, well, not, not my fault not that Aubrey Bethune not is Vincent the Van most talented. <laughs> not my fault she's the most talented yeah, so. artist probably in Georgia. For real. I would not disagree with that statement. Literally unbelievable. What it looked she like a printed flag. picture. It literally, somebody asked I us had her if in we art printed class. it out. I can confirm she's. I bet she, she like smokes everybody in art class. Oh my but God. It's, not even like, it's probably not even fun yeah. to be in that art class. I left class. that class mm-hmm. to go to weights. That's how bad she was. <laughs> <laughs> what Clark said, I'm, I'm going to start weightlifting, man. This is, this is not it. 
Well, Clark, tell us about your team because this is your first year yeah. ever really being a leader. I've never been a leader up until this year. I've been offered. I either was busy or just turned it down flat out. Um, <laughs> maybe for some of the reasons why I'm tired and probably going to bed at like 8.30 tonight. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really cool because I've, I've been a camper and I've always been like, oh, well, I wanted my team to be this or I wanted my team to be that. And so, like, now as I have that experience, I can, like, okay, this is what we're doing. We're going to have – Floaties for all the kids, because we're a team floaty, if you didn't know, the best team out there. Right now, we won the amazing cap, smoked everybody. Um, (laughs) But yeah, just having that, I guess it it does give me a special connection with some of the kids that I have. Uh, It's definitely uh, tiring having to, I have a couple kids that they are wanderers. So yeah. I can I can understand you know I've been to Disney World a couple of times where I see parents with their little backpacks that have uh, <laughs> leashes on on the back, so I can definitely understand where they're coming from because yeah I've lost a couple of kids just going to big uh, big groups and well as Adam Lamont said <laughs> yesterday our group chat was starting to look like an Amber Alert yeah especially during the amazing race we get a notification it'd be Emily Bruton like hey so and so is looking for Team Tiger Literally, Shark I think every team lost <laughs> a kid yesterday I think yeah. craziness Brody. You're leading a team with Sean. Tell us how it is leading with Sean and leading the kids. Uh, yeah, it's definitely fun. I've drank at least like seven Mountain Dews <laughs> the past two days because it's just so tiring. But, I mean, it's fun. You can tell the kids are having fun, and you want to let them have fun by, like, determines on how you lead. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to have fun as well, but I know to put the kids first, you know what I'm saying, like to uh, help them in everything they do, and I just uh, enjoy it. That's good. Me and Birdie's teams actually played in dodgeball today. Yeah. And it was uh really, it was so and our team won team. on a technicality. Oh. Game <laughs> game three, it was a one on one. And it was like a one on eight, and that kid literally took it because they kept throwing yeah. the balls out. Birdie, it was like a it was like a six on one. Birdie's team had six people left. My team had one. That kid took out everybody. And then it was one on one. And the kid from Brody's team throws it at our kid and hits our kid in the head. This year, headshots, if you throw it and you hit them in the head. That person who threw it's out. What? So the person on Sean and Brody's team is out, and we won the game on that technicality. That's, that's Sean funny. Was Sean was livid, to it's, say the least. It's funny that uh, Brody and Micah have an experience at one of the games because me and Jacob, we, our teams played each other <laughs> in handball, and I don't go? think Jacob wants to go too deep into that Ooh. because – All right, I'll talk about it. <laughs> oh. So um, there's this one kid on Clark's team, and – he cheated. I mean, he was breaking <laughs> every single rule possible. Clark's like, not denying it right now, so that tells me that he probably was cheating. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I needed the goals. He would just come up to me and just, like, do, like, hand gestures towards me. I'm like, bro, you're cheating. Get out of here. <laughs> I think I think so. He, he scored. Uh, I think he ended up having, like, seven actual goals. Yeah, yeah. He had probably 13 <laughs> But oh those last ones, every single time he was in the goalie box, yeah. like he would get in, like inside the goal, pretty much, and just kind of toss <laughs> the ball in there. <laughs> but yeah, final score ended up being like ten to two was like Ooh. the actual score. Hey, it was ten to five technically because we did at the last five minutes they got bored the kids, so we did leaders versus leaders. It was one to one then with the leaders, mm. so yeah. evenly matched then. Yeah. Well, I when we played dodgeball, Birdie and Sean have a kid on their team who's like I guess. Got like a broken leg or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he was gritting. Yeah, he was like dancing and taunting us. <laughs> wow. At the oh, beginning, of, at the beginning of the dodgeball game, Sean's like, "Y'all can't count him as a player. Like he's 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 injured. He's on crutches." Yeah. And then we walk. Then we look back at him, and he chunks his crutches to the side and oh starts like grittying and like oh making fun God. of our team. I'm like, "Bro, Sean, are you serious?" And Sean <laughs> Sean couldn't defend that, but. 
Just, okay. just interesting to see um, the different types of kids here at camp. There's yeah. like, especially in the inflatables. Yeah, oh the inflatables. <laughs> uh, can y'all? That was insane. I need y'all to share the inflatable story <laughs> oh, yeah. real yeah, quick. I mean, I wasn't there. Yeah, I think Brody. This is his story to tell. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We. I mean, it was like me and Kellen over there, and I mean, we were just letting a lot of people go in. And then there was, like, Jack Sibbs was, like, patrolling it. And then, like, a whole group just came in, and then we just all set everybody in. And we did not think we did not think we, it would go as bad as it did. And then the whole thing started falling down. And then there was this kid that was saying, help me. I have a video of it. It's hilarious. Yeah, we, he had <laughs> the whole thing both was, hands on the on Yeah, the, on yeah the we need window. to clarify. This was not a help me, like, my life's at risk. Oh, like, yeah, this was, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. like a funny help me. There was, like, yeah, 30 kids in there, though, and it was about to fall down. And then For legal reasons, it. this was not <laughs> – it wasn't too bad. Yeah, but yeah, I was on the other side of the, uh, I guess the lobby, and I I heard a lot of screaming, and I'm not really a serious leader. Like I don't think most of the kids take me seriously, so I just kind of ran over there, started blowing my whistle, and for the first time the whole week, kids actually listened to me because I was blowing my whistle and telling them everybody get in this float. We're about to <laughs> we're about to flip this thing over, and eventually. So what Braden did is he got everyone. He's like, everyone get on this side, get on this side. Gets everyone to the left and starts trying to flip the actual floaty. Wait, where was that at? That was at that was at the Elsa floaty. That was yesterday. Oh, that one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's clarify. This is a frozen floaty, like with Elsa and Anna <laughs> and Olaf on the front of basketball it. Basketball going side. The basketball going side. Oh, some of those kids were going for like oh my ninety six Michael Jordan. I don't like, understand. I don't understand like inflatables. Like it's a it's a frozen inflatable, but you go inside and it's like a slide and like a basketball hoop. Literally, like, what? <laughs> like, what in the world? Yeah, there's a bunch of kids just laying on the side trying to knock it over, and we couldn't even hit them because like we couldn't get them off because they were just like stuck basically. And so, I mean, it was These kids are full of energy, and we're we're not at this point. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we are not. <clears throat> I've already had to get onto a kid probably ninety times. I already took him with Drew, still not listening. So tomorrow's oh, tomorrow's yeah, gonna yeah. be. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, same. Every, <laughs> everybody in the room knows. We all have a mutual about. understanding. Yeah, it's crazy. I went up to Emily and I was like, "This kid's a problem." She's like, "Yeah, I gave him to you, um, because he's oh, a problem boy. in the morning." <laughs> That's oh, every Sunday as well. Throwing you under the bus. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, well, let's switch gears for a second um, and talk just kind of about y'all's spiritual lives, um, what you guys are going through, what you guys are learning. Um, I want to start by asking, what does y'all's quiet time look like? I know a lot of quiet times are just a quick devotional in the morning or night, but I want to really hear what you guys do, um, if that's something different, or maybe it is just reading in the morning. Anybody want to start? I guess I'll start. Uh so definitely with uh with school and stuff, it hasn't been quite as good as it should have been. But now that school's out, I've started getting stronger with that. But pretty much what I do is I'll set out so I'll have my my Bible and I'll have like a sermon or something that has to do. So what I'm doing right now is I'm going through all the epistles and I I'm somewhere I take I take my time. So I don't read a lot, but I, I do take my time and try to digest what I read. Mm-hmm. But so like I'll find like a sermon that'll be discussing like what I've what I'm looking towards reading, um, and try and make sure I get the full meaning of that. And then I'll go towards the text, making sure that I don't bring any like background information or any a pre understanding towards it. Yeah. And then I try my best to apply it to my life. Now, given that's harder for some texts because sometimes I'll be reading the Old Testament, and it'll be like some random Old Testament law that definitely doesn't apply today. Murder this ox. <laughs> yeah, but... Like, oh, how do I apply that to my life? Uh, a lot of times, it's really good because, uh, like, recently, um, a lot of things that are happening in my life, like, I'll have a problem or I'll have something that's really, like, affecting me spiritually, mm-hmm. and I'll pray about it, and I'll go towards God's Word and literally, like, 
the verse will just be like a step-by-step explanation on how to deal with this, which is really, it's not, it hasn't always been like that. It used to be really hard for me to read my Bible, but I'm definitely yeah. thankful that it's like that now. But yeah, just awesome. like a 30 minute uh, sermon. And then I just get, I get to as many chapters that I can digest where I feel like I've felt good about mm-hmm. what I've read. Cause I don't want to go into it reading like 10 chapters and only get the main point of one. Yeah. You don't want to burn yourself out either. Yeah. So that's just what it's looking like for me right now. It's good. Jacob. Uh, I would say like, um, uh, so I, I've been reading this book. It's called the insanity of God. Yeah. It's just about, it's by uh, Nick uh, Ripken. It's, um, it's just about like this guy is going to, it's like Somalia or something. Yeah. And he's like just preaching to kids and to families and like rebuilding churches and houses and stuff. So I definitely like read about like 10 pages of that every day. It's starting to get really good. It's cool. Tear jerking moments as well. Yeah. I also like to like just like write down like my day to day life stuff. So I do that in the nighttime. Um, like after dinner like, or something. Like how your day was or just like what you're struggling with or what? Um, like kind of both. Cool. Just correlating both of them. And then I'll write my prayers. I'll like write it down. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. Brody. Well, every night I kinda like look at the Bible app and like I like look at the stuff I'm going through and struggling with, and I try to find verses and like scripture that I can read through. It'll help me with that, and I always do that usually every night. And then I'll go into like a deep prayer, like asking God questions or just kind of like asking for forgiveness and just, you know, what I'm saying like talking to Him mm. like that. It's good. Um, well, the three of us or the four of us, we talked about how you guys are all a friend group and you guys are all crazy, but. You know, with friend groups, there's also comes accountability. How would you guys say you keep each other accountable? Anybody can answer this, or all of you guys um, can answer. I'm not, like, so me and Brody, we go to the same school. Yeah. So it's there's a different atmosphere, like, with Jacob. Like, me and Jacob, we golf together, and we hang out, but it's just different because me and Brody, so every Tuesday when it's the school year because it's summer now, but we'll have a chapel service. And, like, a lot of kids at our school don't realize, like, what, what a privilege it is to, like, have a school where you're getting yeah. taught the gospel on, like, a weekly basis. And uh, so sometimes, like, our speaker will be getting emotional or, like, he'll be really, like, fired, just, like, mm-hmm. uh, really convicting. And people will, like, he might get emotional or something like that, and people will start laughing or making fun of him. And, like, maybe one of us will get caught into that or, like, like get involved with that. or uh, And we'll just kind of look at each other and, like, make sure, like, hey... Like, it's funny, yeah, but, like, this is for a serious meaning. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, whenever – so, like, one thing with me was, like, I used to have the mouth of a sailor, like, yeah. cussing really bad. My parents never really said anything. My dad was in the military, and my mom just, like, really didn't care. Um, so that was just like, a common thing. And so, actually, like, um, the same thing was saying the Lord's name in vain. And so, like, Kellen, another one of our friends, and Brody, like, kind of sat me down in the Xbox party chat and were like, what, what, like, why are you doing it? Like, it's not really – like, sure, it might be funny every once in a while if you say something, but yeah. for the most part, it's not really beneficial. Right, it's not gaining And you. so, like, mm-hmm. like, I've been working with, like, Brody. He's been helping me a lot, and, like, Kellen definitely. And they just, they really help me towards, like, making sure, like, my behavior is pointing people towards Christ, not away from him. That's good. Yeah, I would say, like, uh, the same thing, like, for people, like, I'm not going to give any names, but, like, if they say anything or, like, do anything that we know is wrong, even for me, like, we know it's wrong. So we're going to tell them, like, not to do that. And sometimes, like, we'll, like, kind of say it in, like, a funny way that, like, means not to do it. But, like, we kind of all joke around about it when it's – sometimes it's not to joke around about, but 
Like we kind of just sound there. Yeah, there is that yeah. still that mutual understanding. Like we might say something funny about it, but it's a common understanding of like, oh yeah. You're doing and then this. they realize that they don't need to do it. Like they kind of like get embarrassed, and they kind of like might say something like back to us that, like, because they're mad, but like usually they'll understand after. That. Yeah, yeah, they'll like they'll like laugh it off, but like really they're just like, man, I should not have done that for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean that's the natural response when you get called out, right? Yeah. A lot of people aren't going to be. Oh, thank you for calling me out. I'm going to yeah, change my yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like, dude, like, why are you calling me out? Like, mm. you're just as bad as me. Or, dude, yeah, why are you calling me out? They'll, That's be, like, they'll say stuff like that. and then like, Right. It's kind of how it is sometimes. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that y'all call each other out is awesome. Mm. A lot of people are scared to do that. Um, so I think that's cool that you guys all do that with each other. Yeah. Um, so how would you guys say that you live out God, maybe in your schools, on your teams, in your church? Um, however that looks like. Brody, we'll start with you this time since we've started – with Clark and Jacob. Yeah, so I'll try to, like, live out God by, like, like following his commands and, like, doing what he tells me to do and not, like, breaking that. Because even though the people around me are breaking it and people in the world I see are breaking it, I try my hardest just to, like, kind of keep his commands and try to live like him because even a lot of people around me, like, they don't try to do that. But I try my best to do that. And, I mean, having a friend group helps it, too, because, like, that all try to do that. Like, all my friends try to do that, so... Being with them, I mean, it just helps me kind of do it with ease and just have fun, like, and not have to worry about, like, all the sins. That's good. Surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. That's good. Jacob? Uh, I would say just, um, like, just, like, piggybacking off what Birdie said, just, like, following his commands and stuff and just realizing that, like, he knows every single action and thoughts that are going through our head, so... Good, Clark. I hate to steal y'all's answer, <laughs> but I, I find it people when they're looking at Christians, they definitely like the Bible says itself. They know you by your fruits. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna look at. Sure, you might say this or post this, but like when you're at school, like you're not living this out. So I definitely try and make sure that my life like reflects Christ as much. Obviously, we all fall short of that, and it's always a day to day battle making sure you're doing that. But that's definitely something I try to do because a lot of people will look at how you live and what you say and what you do and who you hang out with and say, okay, maybe these per- people aren't legitimate or maybe they are, and I need to ask them, like, hey, you seem happy and you seem like your life is going good because you're living like Jesus. Yeah. So how can I get that same thing? And then that, that opens you to spreading the gospel. That's good. Yeah, I think a lot of people, I mean, everybody's going to make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're a Christian people should be able to look at you and realize something is different, whether that's just the way you speak, the way you act to other people, the way uh, you treat other people. I mean, I think that's so important um, to follow those commands and to live him out because, like you guys said, I mean, the people around us, a lot of them aren't living that out. Um, But when they see um, other people living it out, you know, they they want that. They they see something um, that they desire. So I think that's so good. I wanted to ask you guys, um, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given or maybe that you could share with the listeners? Something that maybe someone's told you, maybe something that you've came up with on your own, something you've heard from a sermon, um, whatever that may be. Um, I would just definitely say, like, keeping, like, just the most steady and strongest relationship with Christ as possible. Because I know for me that, like, there's been some times in my life where, like, I've just been at the lowest of my low. Yeah. But I always just went back and depended on God and through those times. And 
it's definitely just helped like tremendously. That's good. Clark. Yeah, I'd definitely say, um, you know, there's so many options I could think of, like there's stuff about friend groups, but I think definitely the one that stuck with me the most, like advice wise was our, our math teacher at CFCA. He's a really just like very wise man. Sharp dude for sure. And, uh, I think so he sometimes he'll kind of step away from math and just give us like a story and then like wrap it up into like a like a lesson and one time he told us this like story and I won't go to the whole story because it'll waste too much time but eventually like the point was like when when you're on fire for Christ right like when you're with a healthy relationship on him but like maybe you don't have everything that like you want or you think you should have like a healthy relationship like if you are following God with your whole heart like he'll give you the desires of your heart yeah you know obviously that goes like with God's will and you're not going to get a million dollars just because you go to church every day right. or whatever but um just like I've seen that so much in my life like lived out was, like, the times that I've been on fire for Christ and, like, actually been committed and, like, my heart has been after God. Everything just kind of works out, and it's and it's amazing, and I and I love to be able to say that. Yeah, that's definitely the best advice he'll I've give ever you, He'll give you what you need, yeah. um, and whether you realize it, it's what you want yeah. deep down. Um, I think that's really good. Brody, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I'd say a long time ago my dad told me, like, not to worry about, like, the past because God forgives the past. And I used to always worry about, like, the past things I did and, like, how God was not going to, like, accept me for the past things I did. But then he would tell me that, like, he forgets about all that. And then, like, that led me to rededicate myself. And then that's Good. when I realized, like, the past doesn't matter. Just live for him in the future and follow him in the future. That's right. That's good. Well, to kind of wrap things up, What's some scripture that's really important to your life and maybe even story right now that you guys would want to share with me? Brody, I'll ask you first um, to share that. I'd say uh, I really like First uh, Peter 5, 7. It says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And that really, I really just like that because you can just cast all your cares and like everything that you're going through on him because he loves you so much. He's just going to take all that away. And then if you just cast it on him. So I like uh, to read that and just remember it when I'm going through a lot and just cast it on him through prayer and just it makes me feel a lot better about myself. That's good. Clark? Yeah, there's so many verses like I could choose from, but I think it just coincides with what I just said. It's that exact verse. It's Psalm 37.4, and it uh, says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And, like, that's just been so powerful for me because I always, like, when I'd find, like, oh, this is happening in my life, or oh, that's happening, and, like, I try and fix it myself, you know. Like, it only, it truly is only through the Lord uh, and having a right relationship with Him, and I've tried and failed so many times at just trying to fix things myself and trying to make things right myself, but it's always just the yeah. Lord. That's good. Jacob? Uh, I would say Second Timothy 4.2. It's just um, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove and rebuke and exhort with complete patience and teaching well i'll read a verse that i have that that's really been um challenging me lately is in our new morning mercies i think yesterday actually um it's ecclesiastes 2 11 it says yet when i survived all that my hands had done and what i toiled to achieve everything was meaningless a chasing after the wind nothing was gained under the sun. I think that's crazy because when we really take a step back and we think about what Jesus has done for us in our lives, 
nothing else matters, right? Nothing else is important. Money, power, popularity, comfort, possessions, none of that's important. Um, and none of it will matter in eternity. So that's just been such a challenging verse because I think a lot of us are guilty of, you know, worrying about what we have in this world um, and how we look in this world and how people think of us in this world when really, you know, we should only care about what God thinks of us and, and how we're glorifying and honoring him. So that's so good. Yeah, if I can build on that, like people, even at CFCA, like they worry a lot about popularity and like how people look at them. And I mean, take example for us, like we just like, like we don't care what people think about us. I mean, sometimes it should be like you should care what people think about you, but a lot of time we just kind of do what we think's right and like what we know, like what we think we should do, like because it's right. And then a lot of people will look at us differently because they think, oh, that's not gonna get you fame or popularity. You're not gonna get any anywhere in the world. And really, that's what God like calls us to do is just kind of live out how He said and not care about the popularity and stuff. That's good. Anything you guys want to add or wrap it up with? Uh, I would just say, like, a lot of people just tend to, like, care about the worldly things and not so much, like, stuff that's, like, not in the world. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're not going to be able to take that with you. For sure. So it doesn't really matter. Just going off the So why waste your time worrying about it? Yeah. That's good. Well, anybody you guys want to shout out? Any final comments, jokes, stories you want to share before we close? Shout out Robbie Coleman. <laughs> shout out Flood Wonderful. Shout out Flood we'll Wonderful. Sean. Uh, I'd say shout out shout out Micah for letting us be on here. I've been, oh, yeah. I have been tooth and nail trying oh to get on this. Gosh. Ever since I saw Emma. All and three I was of like, y'all. Yes. They're, they're letting students. I think I was in Hilton. Oh, uh, no. Where was I? I was on spring break. Uh, and I saw the post, and I was like, okay, I need to be on this. And I was, like, trying to be nonchalant about it. I was like, hey, Austin, if you ever need anybody, I'm here. I think it would be great if I'm on it. And then, like, eventually I'm just like, okay, dude, just let me go on the podcast. That's right. But, no, shout out, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We've had a great episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, until next week, we'll see you guys.